0: Employment and Industrial Laws in Pecuniary Terms Do you know that the Employment Act 1955 provides the minimum rights that should be provided by the employers towards the employees? If the provisions are lesser than that spelled out in the EA 1955, Section 7 shall be invoked. One of the terms in the Contract of Service is Pecuniary Terms, for example, as regards with financial matters. This includes wages and salaries, allowances, Borders and ex gratia payments and pecuniary benefits. Terms as regards wages and salaries are usually stated clearly in a contract of service. Pecuniary benefits comprise of termination benefits, dismissal benefits, retrenchment benefits, retirement benefits, benefits upon resignation, maternity benefits, medical benefits, and insurance benefits. Section 21EA 1955 defines wages and salaries as the value of any accommodation or the supply of any food, fuel, light or water, or medical attendance, or of any approved amenity or approved service, any contribution paid by the employer on his own account to any pension fund, provident fund, superannuation scheme, retrenchment, termination, layoff or retirement scheme, thrift scheme or any other fund or scheme established for the benefit or welfare of the employee, any travelling allowance or the value of any travelling concession, any sum payable to the employee to defray special expenses entailed on him by the nature of his employment, any gratuity payable on discharge or retirement and any annual bonus or any part of any annual bonus Period of wages or salary The provisions as regards the period for wages and salaries to be paid according to EA 1955 are 1 EA 1955 provides that the wage period shall not be more than one month. However, it can be less than One month. S 18 to EA 1955. If no wage period is specified in the contract of service, then the wage period shall be deemed to one month. Employment and industrial laws in pecuniary terms advance of salaries. S.22EA 1955 states that an employer shall not advance a sum of money that exceeds the aggregate total salary of one month, except in certain situations. According to the general practice in this country, there are schemes that are allowed that enables loans and advances to be made. For example, to purchase, build and repair houses, to purchase land, to purchase chicken, to purchase motorcycles, motor cars and bicycles, to purchase shares offered by the employer, other purposes and for the purposes gazetted by the Minister from time to time. Deduction of Salaries S24-1 EA 1955 states that an employer is not allowed to make deductions of employees' wages that are provided in the Act only. Situations where such deductions are allowed as per the Act under S24-2 a. any over deductions made by the employer in the three months before this deductions to indemnify 5 that has been paid by employer to employee under S.131 C. deductions to recover advances paid under S.22 without interest and D. deductions allowed under any written laws. Such deductions include towards registered trade unions cooperative thrift and loan societies of any sum of money for entrance fees, subscriptions installments and interest on loans or other dues and deductions in respect of any shares of employers' business offered for sale by the employer and purchased by the employee. Such deductions are for payment of any superannuation scheme, pension fund, employer's welfare scheme or insurance scheme established for the benefit of employees, repayments made to employees under S.22 where interest is levied, payments to third party on behalf of the employee, payment of purchase of any business commodity by the employer and rental of accommodation and cost of services food and meals provided by the employer under the request of employees or under the terms of contract of service Allowances Matters as regards allowances have long been deliberated by the courts Among them are acting allowance attendance allowance, call allowance living allowance Food, Hardship, Housing Allowance, Outstation Allowance, Overtime Allowance, Shift Allowance, Travelling, Transfer and Training Allowance. The settlement as regard, these allowances is based on the provisions of the Contract of Service. Therefore, it may change from one organisation to another. However, for overtime allowance on rest and public holidays, the provision under Regulation of Work, Limitation of Overtime 1980, applies that for outstation work, the employer usually provides food allowance, lodging allowance, transport allowance but subject to conditions that exist in the contract of service. Pecuniary benefits. These include dismissal, Retrenchment or Discontinuance Allowances, Retrenchment Benefit, Retirement Benefit, Medical Benefit, Insurance Benefit and Maternity Benefit. Only Maternity Benefits are provided in the Employment Act. Termination and Layoff Benefits are provided for in the regulation of work layoff and termination of work 1980 other benefits are not provided for in the statute but have been provided by the courts like death benefits car loans and housing loans bonus and ex-gratia payments bonus and ex-gratia payments are payments made by employers apart from the wages and are not discussed in the EA 1955 S60I3 provides that the Director General can upon the application of the employer approved inviting for any scheme of incentive payment as an approved incentive payment However, this matter has been discussed by the court and the scope is very wide This is because there are far too many types of payments that can be made by the employer apart from wages to attract the employees I